From the CQ Roll Call Newsroom in Washington, this is CQ Now, your nonpartisan news source for how the inside workings of Congress and the federal government shape the real world. The spending and tax package that Congress passed at the end of last year freed up about $2 billion for cash-strapped state transportation departments to use on road and bridge projects. Some of that money had been sitting around for decades unused because it was designated for projects that were deemed not viable. So is this a boon to some states or a backdoor way to authorize new spending? I'm Adriel Bettelheim with CQ Roll Call, joined by CQ transportation reporter Kelly Madrick. Year after year, we hear President Obama and Republicans in Congress argue over investing in infrastructure. Now it turns out there are billions of dollars sitting on a shelf unused? So this is money that was designated for specific projects. In a way, it's not even really new, but there's some $2.1 billion, and that total could grow, according to the Federal Highway Administration, who's currently involved in counting up all the money. Um, Basically, when you, you have an authorization or appropriation bill prior to when earmarks were kind of deemed not allowed, certain members of Congress could designate certain monies, which are already flowing to the states anyway, for specific projects. Yeah, as you say, this extra money was the product of earmarks. Back in the day when leaders wanted a lawmaker's vote, you promised him or her a bridge or a road or a dam back in the district. Uh, When did that practice end? So 2011 was the time when earmarks were both formally and informally banned. On the House side, they officially banned earmarks in a resolution, but in the Senate side, the ban wasn't as formal. Um, Then Senate Appropriations Chairman Dan Inouye cited the House ban, the president's disapproval, and ultimately said it makes no sense to accept earmark requests. That ban has pretty much gone on since then, but the embarrassment over earmarks goes back a lot longer. Right now, we're repurposing money approximately a decade after the dust-up over the bridge to nowhere, that famed bridge in Alaska that uh, was a source of national embarrassment over federally directed spending. So you write that this reversal could be a real boon to states. California alone has more than $124 million sitting idle. Are there restrictions on how the money can be spent now? Basically, the earmarked money has to be within 50 miles of the original project. Uh, These were called demonstration projects, another euphemism for earmarks in these bills. And in addition to the 50-mile requirement, the earmarks need to be spent in the same state that they were given over to. Um, Other than that, there's a bit of a complicated time restriction on how long the money can be spent. By most counts, it's about three years. And uh, other than that, the State Departments are now given this new flexibility to decide where they can put the funding, where otherwise their hands would have been tied by the demands of that certain project that the lawmaker named. Now, this is no small matter. Every dollar counts because we've seen these furious fights over transportation spending most recently in last year's highway bill. Uh, Lawmakers don't want to raise gasoline taxes, and there's this ever-growing backlog of projects, right? Yeah, exactly. So there's... $2 $2 billion approximately here, that's no, uh, that's nothing to bat an eyelash at. But the lack of earmarks still poses a major problem for other transportation programs. While the state de- transportation departments might celebrate the fact that they have extra money that's no longer earmarked, there are other transportation programs that relied on earmarks. Uh, locks and dams, uh, repairs which are run by the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers is a great example. 
And actually the lobbies, they were so concerned about the lack of funding and the lack of identification for projects that even though there's been something of a moratorium on gasoline taxes, they got a barge diesel fuel tax increase in 2014 to help pay for those projects. But now the problem is there still isn't really a way to get those projects moving through the pipeline. Um, water resources bills identified some ways between Congress's authorizations and the president's budget request to try to get projects moving. But Congress has really tied their hands on those projects. Uh, in order for anything to move, the president has to name the projects in their budget request. And that creates this kind of imbalance between the priorities of Congress, priorities of the administration, which is making uh, the inland waterways folks kind of calling for Congress to readdress this earmark ban. So uh, a wonky budget question, or maybe it's a philosophical question, or maybe it's both. Is reusing old earmarks new spending that should be offset with cuts elsewhere in the budget, or was it already approved? So the funny thing is that depends on where you're trying to pass this legislation. In the case of the highway bill, which would seem like logically the place to really deal with this problem, uh, rearranging spending from old earmark money was viewed as new spending. And that has to do with a lot of the complicated budget rules and scoring requirements that go into passing an authorization bill. But then if you're passing something as part of the omnibus appropriations bill, which is where this item actually moved, looking at where to put money that's already been obligated by Congress, already been put out there, that doesn't seem like new spending. And they're looking at budget authority. So that's not something that actually matters in the Omnibus Appropriations Act. So while it created this complicated scoring issue in the highway bill, where you would think this would pass, it created no problem, the Omnibus Appropriations Bill. And that's where it ended up uh, turning into law. CQ Transportation reporter Kelly Madrick on finding $2 billion of new spending, or maybe not so new spending, for roads and bridges. I'm Adriel Bettelheim. Thanks for listening. Until next time, you can follow us on Twitter and Facebook at CQ Now, and you can download our podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud.